Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic Grimaldi here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and bring it to the streets. Got my co-host here, Pastor Michael Teddy from India. And we are, supposedly, we were going to continue our study in the epistle of James. And obviously, when we do that, we have Ashuk here. And, um, but there's been uh, something happening in India that I'm, I'm that we're going to put off the epistle of James for a couple of segments because again we may be very unfamiliar with some of the stuff we're going to hear Pastor Michael tell us here in the United States, but this is commonplace um, in India or in certain parts of India, and so this is almost like an emergency street talk theology. Because India at this time needs prayer, especially Ashuk's fiance and Pastor Baboy, who's part of the Cross Purpose podcast with Pastor Michael. And I think Pastor Michael, he's is he a member of your church or thinking about now being involved in your church? Is that is that how it goes with Pastor Baboy? No, no, uh, no. Baboy, Baboy oh. is one of the pastors in Manipur. So they are, we are they are a church that we do support. Um, so we support them every month. So we support their leaders. They're a church plant with, I think, uh, relatively two, two years into it. And so we've been supporting them. Our cross purpose would be Brother Benji, right? Yeah, right, Brother Benji. Benji. How's he doing? Good? Yeah, yeah he's doing good. So he's good. now he's now part of the church. and he's, he's Good. Here. Yeah, he's a good guy. We, we got to get him on Street Talk one of these days. I've been telling him. Yeah, yeah he, he's, I think he's ducking. He's ducking us. But but all joking aside, th- there has been some serious stuff. I asked Pastor Michael, and he was really gracious to share this with us here in America. Because we don't, you know, I'm not saying this can't happen here, but it hasn't happened yet. We, You never know. But these are real live situations. So I want to pass it on. I want to pass the mic to Pastor Michael and let him explain what recently has just happened in a certain part of India, and he'll let you know how far it is from where he's he's at, and then obviously tell you how it affects our co-host, Ashuk. So, Pastor Michael, uh, we appreciate you sharing this with us, and and I'm going to just pass you the mic, and I'll I'll feed off a couple of questions if I can as you as you outline what's going on in India as we speak. Right. Yeah, so um, I want to be able to share with everybody so everybody can pray for this. But I also want to be sensitive to not reveal too much information that might in any way cause them trouble. But here's the gist of it. Um, So we stay at Redemption Hill Church. We stay at the southernmost tip of India. And we're talking right now about a state that is the northeasternmost part of India. So this is a state that borders Myanmar. It's closer to China. It's, it's up northeast of India. You can check it up in your map. Um, and the state of Manipur, uh, it's a tribal region. So there are a lot of tribes within the region. 
and uh, and they are very sensitive among the tribes uh, in their interactions and uh, or all of those kind of things that very recently there was uh, a tribal fight that broke out and that's become very intense between two major tribes and the fight has been and the indian army has gotten involved and so it's been a lot of chaos at the moment where they've been burning down homes property churches so it's a tribal war it's sort of a civil war that's happening there and um and and, and a lot of it has also become in a sense uh, an attack on churches an attack on christians um and so we have friends there uh, uh, we have friends like pastor boboy and uh, people there that uh, we support we love we pray for uh, who are you know who are very much in danger and so they've been uh, attacking christians they've been uh, burning down homes uh, several churches that has come on the news is having been burned down and the tribes are pretty intense you know and uh, in that fight and somehow that's what's been happening and so one of the news i got recently was uh, a couple of pastors were rounded up by militants uh, and forced at gunpoint to de- deny the name of christ um, and uh, they've been you know so situations like that are unfolding there um, villages are being attacked and the villagers are defending themselves uh, a lot of people caught in between the crossfire i must confess i am not also very well aware of the politics behind the whole thing or the exact situation on that front ashok would be the right person to tell you so ashok's fiance is also uh, in the state and they are all pretty much locked in uh, they don't yet have a way to get out if they must something that you know that's intense so pastor boboy has a a one year old in, in the home and so there's been a lot of fight out in the streets so there's been a lot of tear gas that's been you know in, in the streets and so you're talking about how even that's been entering in their home and they had to shield the baby with their hands the eyes of the baby with that so a lot of struggles happening we've been praying for them consistently and uh, we're just praying that god would have mercy and the situation would deescalate they would cease the fight and uh, some kind of negotiations would start and because we we do not want to see people lose lives we do not want to see these kind of attacks happen and so it's just been a sudden intense moment yeah pastor michael so these are two basically tribal people that are fighting why so they're fighting against each other why the attack on the churches and I, again i'm only saying this out of ignorance because i i know that it's it, it's basically from what i'm hearing two tribal factions that are are they fighting over the land so why are they attacking is that just what they do i mean because the churches have no really part or no stake in the claim i mean they're just there is it um just something they do that i know it's spiritual warfare but is that part of their modus operandi so to speak yeah so manipur is one of the more christian of the states in the sense that there are a lot of churches there uh, there is a christian presence there and what happens is with a lot of these tribal fights some tribes are more christian or have a population that is more christian than the other tribe um 
So when they do attack, uh, one of the most common places of attack would be the community centers or the gathering places of the tribe, which would be churches. Um, so there is definitely a certain element of a fight that is communal in that sense, uh, which is very saddening to see. But that's probably why the targeting of churches and the targeting of Christians do happen. And, and you know, when you have an outbreak of a civil war like that, it's not like anybody is writing rules of warfare. You know, mm. uh, there's going to be multiple factions with multiple agendas who are fighting for multiple causes and reasons, you know. And uh, so why burn down churches? And, and it would be the animosity to the Christian faith and the Christian movement, uh, for sure, uh, for the reason for burning down churches. It's a place of worship. It's not to be burned down. And at that point, you know, you're crossing borders between tribal fights and communal fights. and The lines become very blurry. But people are dying on both sides of the aisle. So what is the, let me ask this question first. So what is the end game? What is the end game? Just control, power? I mean, I, I know that might be. What is the end game? Is there some type of jeopardy for if one tribe wins, will they like shut down the churches? Will So is there a, like, is, is one tribe defending the churches or their territory or the other tribe is trying to take that? What's the uh, navigation on that so we can maybe understand that? So I think the 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 main the main reason for the fight is political. It is power, for sure. Um, but what trigger what seems to have triggered the fight is also most of the tribes uh, within the region belong to a different caste. Um, so there is there are those tensions, and uh, recently one of those main tribes had requested for a special. Uh, to be identified as a particular caste so that they can get the privileges of that caste. Um, and there was opposition from other tribes with regard to that. And so there were tensions around that of that nature that were definitely happening there. And that seems to have escalated. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's a mix of things probably, um, but it is definitely, when it comes down to the full-blown chaos that we're seeing as we're seeing it now spiritually as a christian you know that uh, it has to always culminate to the attack of the church uh, yeah. especially with the number of churches and the kind of christian presence that is there but that is still sad to see so so like as far as now i was thinking about uh pestable boy's baby now, what about food and things like that? If everything's locked down, how do people, how how are they able to feed the child? Is Would that be an issue? Uh, it would seem like, right? Yeah. So as far as I understand, most of the fight, the breakout of the fight happens uh, at night towards the evening. So things are more calm, I think, in the morning. The army has been deployed. So the army is trying to facilitate a lot of those kind of things. Um, so I'm not really sure, to be honest, how exactly they're able. We would have more information also if uh, communication was much more easier. But as far as I understand, it's been increasingly difficult because they've been bl blocking communication to seize, to kind of de-escalate the situation. Uh, it's a mess. 
you know, that's that's pretty much what it is. It's a mess. Is this happen a lot in India, uh, Pastor Michael? I mean, is there like uh, there's these uh, tribal wars, and if that's a uh, some of the words used, do, do these happen a lot? I mean, do you you hear about them a lot uh, where you guys are at? No. So uh, India is geographically small for its population. It's got a large population. Uh, it's spread across this region, and there's a lot of things that happen. Um, and that doesn't make the news, but attack on Christianity for sure has been happening in India uh, a lot. Uh, and uh, I, I forget which was the, there's, there is an international ministry for the persecuted Christians. And so, in fact, they keep, I was recently listening to a talk that they were giving and talking about just how many people do in fact suffer persecution in most of these regions, um, it, and it's it's not it's in pockets though. I, I so for example, we are in the southern state of Kerala, and um, we don't face that kind of persecution. Uh, we we have a lot of freedom, and we're able to exercise a lot of that freedom in worship in all the things that we do. But it's not so in many places uh, closer towards the north in many pockets across. And that's just the way it is it's the reality of things so there are christians that are persecuted so what about again and i'm i'm speaking from someone who doesn't really know the landscape so what about the uh the politicians or uh, again i'm 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 speaking more out of ignorance on this cuz we do these shows live so maybe these are questions that that others would have like is there an a military force there an army or is there politicians there or is there something that a congress is might be trying to help so is there just nobody in control there uh, as far as uh militarily is is that a fair question or yeah so i mean uh, so india india is india is properly a democracy so we have uh, governing authorities we have um, state governors chief ministers managing each state we have the army so uh, for sure so we have the structure to facilitate um, de-escalate deal with the situation so they've deployed the army into this into the into the into this state to uh, resolve the situation um, but as always you know you're looking at minimum loss of life you're trying to make sure that you want to de-escalate, not make the problem worse. Yeah. So they're in a tough spot for sure. So we're praying for even the civil authorities to do the right thing, to step in and uh, do whatever it takes, whatever is necessary, and at the earliest de-escalate the issue. Um, for sure, that's there. Um, but e e even in India, Christianity is a minority, right? Christianity is a... Uh, is a minority and that doesn't necessarily make it easy uh, and so there is a lot of trouble especially in these kind of pockets when these kind of situations arise and churches are soft targets no matter where whether it's in america whether it's anywhere they are soft targets and and so you're saying in the day it's a little less calm in the day you can maybe do some shopping but but you still want to be careful. Is there like a lockdown actually, I mean, there, or it's just, um, yeah, the army has curfews. The army has established curfews. 
and the army has also been ordered in extreme cases to shoot at sight so the army has put out the notice that beyond a certain time everybody is supposed to be indoors nobody is supposed to be out in extreme situations they have the right to shoot on sight um so it is a very violent situation at the moment again i know we don't want to give much information but is this a large area that's being fought over or uh, is it a or it's a smaller area from my understanding it's spread across manipur it it started in pockets here and there and started spreading but it's pretty much spread to a lot of places in manipur uh, and most of those places are villages um so even even in the capital of that state everywhere it's it's spreading it's here and there it's in pockets but i'm not sure i've not i don't have a very clear picture on that so most of the information that i've been receiving is from the christian circles just about some of the dangers attacks they've been facing and how it's been tough and how it's been difficult you know which is sad to see but yeah so the end game for these battling tribes these tribal battles the end game would be to take over um the city to take more than to take over i think it's also to maintain prominence mm. so i think one of the tribes has 55% of the population i guess of the state is what i read recently um so when it you know it's it's interesting when when we think about tribal wars uh, it's precisely what it is it's tribal pride it's what the tribe stands for it's for making sure that the tribe stays and grows and is in control and <clears throat> all those kinds of things um and those tribal sensitivities are pretty strong and these kind of things happen and it's sad to see and uh, and you know one of the things that i i just pray i'm praying for churches there that the pastors would be faithful that they would and it's amazing because a lot of churches on both sides right on both sides of it uh christians have been opening up their homes receiving the people whose homes were burned down they've been uh receiving them caring for them providing for them a lot of that is happening and so the animosity against the christian faith is something that is very sad i think one of the major reasons for that animosity in india and places like that is the fear of conversion um mm. there are laws put in place to protect against conversion and things like that which is a misunderstanding i believe of the christian faith because they fear forced conversions they fear uh intimidating conversions and we know that such conversions are not true the christian faith has always been about proclaiming the gospel of jesus christ what jesus came to do because we believe truly that jesus is the only way and apart from him there is no eternal life there is no hope Amen. and so we preach christ crucified and whoever hears that message and believes that message has the freedom if they choose to to follow jesus and so if we preach the gospel faithfully and people come to faith that is their freedom to do so and nothing militates against that no uh, no law militates against that but there is a lot of stringent policies put in place out to prevent forced conversions and i'm not denying there are no such things you know i'm sure there are forced conversions happening and uh, a lot of wrong things happening but that's not that's not that doesn't represent christianity it represents false christianity um but there's a lot of animosity with things like that so a christian presence that will cause a lot of people to come to faith in christ 
is definitely something that is not looked upon it's something something that is resisted by many people groups within the nation so can you deem this again we just came on just speaking about this would you deem this is this like a holy war in the fact is there some religious background to some of these insurgents do they worship a um a false god or is there any of that behind this or they're just military based thing i mean i know it's a holy war against the christians but uh, do they represent any type of false religion or anything like that any of the insurgents yes of course um so i think bottom line is that any fight any war any such situation involves faith involves belief at some level and um, a lot of people in such situations are appealing to their world view are appealing to their faith and the propagation of their faith christianity has never been the propagation of faith through violence it has been the propagation of faith through the preaching of the gospel um, but the reaction from a lot of people groups has been violent but that's not to say everybody who is of a different perspective for example let's take uh, the hindu community in india is the majority and because they are the majority a lot of extreme factions exist in hinduism but a lot of extreme factions islam exist in islam a lot of extreme factions exist in christianity but since hinduism is the majority population there's a lot of extremists there as well it's not to say that's how all the hindu people are we have a lot of friends here who are hindus who we interact with and we share our belief with and uh, talk to and have open friendship with but in many of these cases you know you have sadly extreme violence uh, that breaks out and whichever community breaks out in that kind of violence is acting in an unchristian way even if the christians were to do that kind of insurgents that's not what we are here for but we have to defend ourselves amen that's right amen. so when when they come to attack us so we have people who are picking up arms trying to defend their keep and that's righteous that's what they have to do but it is sad to see that and i yeah all of these fights i am convinced that at the root of it it is not a political issue it is a religious issue amen um, and it's a religious issue across the world i'm going to close it would you come on uh for another segment and just uh, finish this out discuss this with us and then we can try to get this on the air this week if not this week for sure next week because it is late in the week uh but i'll try to give al a call and see if we can get it on but even in the book of esther remember they were in in the book of esther they had to defend themselves against the against the decree um that was given by the Medes and the Persians uh, that they couldn't go back on that decree. Uh this is Street Talk Theology. My name is Dominic Romaldi, Pastor Dominic with Pastor Michael Teddy in India. Uh we take theology and we're bringing it to the streets, the streets of India where the church is being put on under attack and uh, Pastor Michael is happy to be with us for another segment. So um again This is where we take theology and we bring it to the streets and let's continue to pray for India in Jesus name. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. 
you can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org. Thank you.